Today on the show, I'm happy to have Gareth Evans. He's a CEO and founder of Vecta. They're empowering your energy future. And you were just telling me about a story from your life about living in Iraq on a U.S. Army base and what it was like to not have a good energy source. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Chad. Excited to be here. And yeah, the story goes, I've seen what happens when people don't access, have access to some of the most, the whole region of Basra was actually once a very fertile wetland region. And under Saddam Hussein's regime, he felt like they were against him. So he drained all the marshlands. And so this kind of beautiful, fertile land suddenly became a super arid desert. And combine that with the fact that the energy infrastructure being completely devastated throughout uh, years and years of conflict, it was incredible to see one, just the resilience of the population there, but two, the impact it had. Energy is the lifeblood of everything. And when people don't have access to it, you're trying to survive in 120 degree heat through the summer. How do you stay cool? How do you refrigerate food? How do you charge food? Like, how do you, and money was being deployed in where people had it into diesel gen sets and diesel fuel. And then there's logistics challenges. And so all of these kind of culminating factors made me realize one energy is critical to all of us and we need it to be affordable, reliable, and clean where possible. And we also need to understand what happens when we don't have access to other critical resources like water, because it's pretty sad seeing a fertile wetland turned into a devastating arid desert. We're feeling the heat in the US right now and beyond and we're all feeling that the changes that are undergoing. So how do we positively manage that and create a more thriving future? So this is what inspired Vecta, I'm assuming. It is. I suppose I didn't know it at the time, but it was definitely the catalyst for it. Thinking back, I then went on to spend many years supporting mining, oil and gas, manufacturing, port companies all over the world to develop their facilities and make sure they did it in a really cost-effective way. But we realized that trying to do things the old-fashioned way, following the status quo, doing things through sort of manual practices isn't the right way to go. And so we built a platform to really kind of automate a lot of this activity and provide real actionable intelligence to business leaders who really don't know what their options are or where to begin, who to turn to. And a lot of AI, I think, supporter and believer of going down that route as well. Yeah, definitely. Is this the, the first startup that, that you've ran with? Yes. I've run teams and businesses within major corporations. And even Vecto, we incubated the idea within the corporation for several years, only to realize that trying to disrupt an industry from within a corporation, which has all its processes, bureaucracies, this is very challenging. Luckily for us, Wally, the team that I worked for, was willing to support us to spin the business out. And so they invested in our, us creating the startup. Uh, we're our kind of initial investors and that kind of gave us the catalyst to really build the business, which was super exciting. So an entrepreneurial journey at first, followed by now a very entrepreneurial roller coaster ride. So you actually got funded by the company you were working within. Yeah, exactly. Fundraising started within and it took several years and lots of stakeholder management and influence. And yeah, I'd been with them for 15 years. So I built a good corporate reputation and a lot of kind of trusted relationships. So that helped. And then I was surrounded by incredible people who hated the opportunity and we tested it manually. And then at the right time, we spun it out. So what's the experience like that now, now it does fall on your shoulders? Yeah, it's certainly every day is a new adventure. I think everyone sees the exciting and the 
positive outcomes of startups when they just kind of browse, but it's every day is a grind. Every day is a new adventure. Every day you're dealing with everything from HR to fire, managing your team's morale, culture, expectations, pay raises, or not giving them pay raises, laying people off, firing bad actors, and then all of it being focused on really actually trying to figure out how to deliver the best possible outcomes to your customers. So you've got to, you've got to balance all that, but make sure that you're truly actually moving the needle and building the business and surviving to live another day. Are you glad you made the leap into entrepreneurship? Yeah, it's a really good question. Actually, Chad, I think uh, reflecting back my first ever performance review when I was literally a year out of college and <laughs> my manager at the time said to me, what are your five-year aspirations? And I said, I want to run the company. <laughs> they kind of laughed at me at the time, but I think I always knew I want to run a team, run a business. My option is leading people, extracting the greatest value from very, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. Every day is, I learn a huge amount and it's very rewarding to see amazing people coming together, doing incredible things and seeing how you can drive really positive outcomes for customers and creating a positive energy future is good for all of us in the long run. So with the positive energy future, like who yeah. are you speaking with on a daily basis? Who are these clients who you really want to help? So our primary market are commercial industrial business owners, ideally enterprise customers with large portfolios of facilities. Today, they are facing several like challenges, but are also massive opportunities. One, energy costs are going up massively. Two, power outages are becoming more and more frequent. We're seeing this impacting a lot of businesses over 150 and 20. And then also the, the sustainability aspect, how do they reduce their emissions to one, meet their internal objectives to meet now their customers' objectives, whether that's the end consumer or whether it's people that they sell their products to through the supply chain to access capital markets in a really effective way. Sustainability is becoming critical. And the grid that we've all come to rely on for energy is now over a hundred years old in some places. And so you can imagine that's why we're seeing increased costs because it's harder to maintain. It's old. It's, it's not designed to meet our business needs of the future. And yeah, our platform is designed to support corporations to really look across their entire pool where they can have the greatest impact on their business, the greatest return on investment, and then understand what they should be building and where. And then ultimately, how do they do it? So we connect them with incredible suppliers in our ecosystem to make sure they get the best outcome. So it's all about taking that uncertainty, confusion, and just not knowing where to start and turning that into that actionable intelligence, all driven through an integrated platform. So it's centralized data, centralized decision-making, really, really supporting people to do that in a defensible way. Cause we've all got people we've got to report to. How do you defend the decisions you're making? How do you justify what you're doing, why you're doing it? How do you determine that you're making the right bets? And then what impact does that have on the business? How much money are you going to save? How much are you going to reduce your emissions? How much additional resilience are you going to have because you don't have to shut down operations as a result of an outage? So this is what we want to support business leaders to do is to act with confidence. Is this a particular country or are you addressing the global market? Yeah, great, great question. In terms of geography, our agnostic, in terms of our sales and marketing, it's you, the grid is old here. It's becoming increasingly challenged. A lot of really great companies obviously are based out of here. And then we follow those companies around the world across their global portfolios. So we've worked in 
extensively in Australia, particularly in the mining sector, Southeast Asia, Africa, Europe. And so we can operate wherever our customers need to, but certainly the US is the biggest market today. And this is a little bit of a change of subject, but yeah. if you could tell your younger self any one thing, what would it be? Just keep saying yes, keep leaning in, keep embracing the, the opportunity and uh, yeah, challenge your limits and adapt with purpose wherever uh, you feel like you're coming up against the very Is there anything I didn't ask you I should have? I think like, for your audience, I'd just say uh, if you believe in something strongly enough and you're passionate about it and you've got the grit to get after it, building a startup is an incredible experience. And you have to make sure that you're having a real positive impact on the world and that you're creating value for your stakeholders and partners and ecosystem. And if all of those things align, I'd say startup world is incredible. And for yeah, any business leaders out there in the CNI space who want to go on the energy journey and don't know what's possible. How would they find out about Vector or get in touch? Yeah, Vector is Vector.com, V-E-C-K-T-A.com. And then for myself, very active on LinkedIn. So check out Gareth Evans, a vector on LinkedIn or Twitter and DM me, reach out. And thank you, Gareth, for coming on the show. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.